One, two, three. When you've got your favorite undies on, the world's a brighter place. When you've got your favorite undies on, the world's a brighter place. When you've got your favorite undies on, you got your favorite undies on, you got your favorite undies on, the world's a brighter place. Dig a die, die, dig a die, die, dig a die. So, Andrew, how are you going? Oh, I'm good, mate. We started already, have we? We have. Here All we right. go. Here we are again. <laughs> um, to, uh, to explain why we're back again. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, we would have been back again anyway, doing a new podcast, but we're back again doing an old podcast. Again. 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 Because we, we interviewed this guy last week. Yep, we did. Yeah, and it failed. No, the interview was great. It was a really good interview, wasn't it? Uh, so, spoiler oh, alert, spoiler one, one, alert. We know the answers to all the questions. Well, it depends what the questions are, because you said you were going to prepare, and I said I wasn't going to prepare. Okay, I know the answers to all the questions. Yeah. No, I don't, because they haven't asked them yet. Right. I know the questions that I asked last week, and I know the answers to those. You just don't know which questions I'm going to ask. Oh. Do you want me to give you the spoilers? No, no, let's just no, get on no, with it. No, no. Anyway, um, what's happening this week? News, catch up, you know? Uh, oh, there's another Dunedin Park run this weekend. There was one last weekend. Wow. Um, they happening all the time now, aren't they? Yeah, like every every weekend. Wow. For a tough race, for it to happen every weekend, that's pretty good. Have you have you won a park run before? No. I have. Really? Yeah. Man, you're, you're so good. Yeah. Well... <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'm not going to say that myself, but you're welcome to. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll say that. Right, cool. I might have won the age 50 in a park run once. Right, yeah. I'm usually around like fourth or fifth of my age group. Yeah. Which is surprising because there's usually about 40 people in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, what happened last week, we interviewed this guy and the recording stopped. So I'm just going to check the recording. It's still going. And it is. Look at that. Ah, oh, fancy that. So we've got fancy that. We're going to talk about fancy underwear today. Yeah. Hashtag Aerodax. 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 We did get Terry to say Aerodax. Yes, Speaking of did. Terry, Ed died. That was really sad news. Yeah. Just that... over a week ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ed was Terry's funeral? partner. The funeral was a really good tribute. Like really good talks. Terry talked and talked about how Ed talked about steady as she goes, and and uh, it was pretty moving actually. Oh, getting choked up again. Um, yeah, so steady as she goes. Yeah, and then we went up Mount Iron afterwards, and that was and had a had a shout. You know, Ed. I've never been up Mount Iron. Really? No. Well, we're oh up, yes, I mean no. Yes. Yeah. No. no. Yes. Well, we were up there at sunset with a piper. Uh, did you take a head torch up? No. It wasn't quite that dark, because the sun was still up, and then it wasn't. And it was probably about 50 of us. Yeah. Cool. All those other people that you know. Did you guys race up? Nah. Okay. I went with pub runners people, because he was a pub runners person. Yep. He was a leaf person. He, he used to, to uh, race direct Three Peaks. Mm-hmm. And if anyone hasn't heard of Three Peaks, it's the most awesome trail running event in New Zealand after Crush the Cargill. Yep, yep. Probably the longest running trail of running event. Well, I mean, it stops, but every year it starts again. Does yeah. Makes yeah. sense? Yes. Good. Yeah. Right. Anyway, what else happened? Uh, oh, was it one of those Robinson twins got a new New Zealand marathon record? Yeah, 208 something something. 19? 
Yeah, yeah. His brother yeah. got 26 last week. Yeah, but last nev- year. Yeah, but never crashed the cargo. Still never crashed the cargo, and you'd be able to crash the cargo under the 208, so, you know, that's just not quite good enough. Mm. Yep. Uh, what else happened? Uh, oh, this woman broke the world record for the plank. Yeah, but we didn't we figure... Four hours, pl- 20. We had a discussion around this last night, and didn't she have, like, tuberculosis or something? Like tetanus, you mean? Yeah, tetanus. No, it made her, all her muscles go s- s- yeah. solid and... I don't know. Um, I doubt it, actually, because she walked afterwards. Yeah, but you can recover from tetanus, can't you? Yeah, but it can take weeks. Well, okay. Yeah, anyway. Well, I suppose you would know. And a lot of people but do Being die a from... registered doctor. Yep. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. The male record is 10 hours for right. the plank. Right. So if yeah. you were going to do a plank for 10 hours, what would you think about? Probably not planking. Yeah. Do you think uh, this is a question we should ask the Aerodex guy? What, like uh, Aerodex good for planking? Yeah. 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 Can you plank in your Aerodex? Uh, that uh, almost made me swallow my beer the wrong way. Right. <laughs> okay, well, give him a call. Let's see what he's up to. Okay. Hold on, hold on. I'll just... Um, Did we say who we're talking to? Uh, Raz. Raz Spolinski. And I know how to say his name. You know who I know how to say his name? Because he told us last week. Shh. Spoiler, yeah, he told us last week. No, we already told people we interviewed him last week. Oh, did we? Yeah. Oh, okay. Jesus, that, that one sip of beer you've had's really gone to your head. Yep. Okay, where's Raz? Here he is. So, let's see if he's ready already. He better be ready. Oh, he'll be ready. I've been waiting all week for this. You've been waiting all week. Let's go. All right. I've got some really good undies songs to put with this um, podcast, by the way. But we'll just see if Raz is around. So Raz is Australian. Or he lives in Australia anyway. Yeah, an old dazzling Raz. Yeah, I'll just check we're recording. Razzle dazzle. We seem to be recording. How are you? Hey! Hey, Raz. Raz a dazzle. How's it going, mate? Uh, not bad, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, we've... Um, we've, uh... <laughs> we, we, we've confessed that we've... Are we um, recording? Yeah, we are, we are recording. I'm just checking that the recording's still happening. It's still happening. So how, how's your week been? Oh, it's been good. Yeah. It's been good. Yeah. 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 What's been... What, of, what? You know, chipping away at life. Yeah, did you, do you know if there's any... Um, I see there's the Gold Coast Marathon that, that's just been completed. Uh, there's a New Zealander um, having a crack at it, Zane Robinson. He got third. Um my question is, wow. do, you, do you reckon um, anyone in that race was wearing Aerodex? Quite possibly. Had a few sales in New Zealand. Yeah, so, yeah. definitely possible. Cool. That's yeah. Awesome. Have the sales gone up <laughs> since we started I'm name dropping? I'm, I'm always hopeful they're wearing them, but there's never any good photos of it, you know? People never really run in just their Aerodex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be quite a good idea, actually. We should do that. We could have we, an Aerodex what, race. Well, why don't you try it at Parkrun? On yeah, Saturday. Okay. Yep. Yep. All um, right. Yep. That'll be good. Okay. So anyway, uh, since, since we we should probably start with a brief introduction. Uh, did you see what I did there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I saw it. So, Raz, tell us about yourself. Well, I'm a, a weekend sort of hack runner. I've done a few ultras, a few marathons. I was to say I'm a very average long distance runner, but. Um, 
uh, good gear enthusiast um, or uh, should I say poor gear hater. So um, I guess, you know, made Aerodax because of the deficiency uh, when I used to run around in my Speedos. Yeah. Um, that's about it. And it's been great for me. I've gotten to meet some really great runners, which is always, uh, as a fanboy like myself, always quite good, which has been a good side benefit of um, launching Aerodax. Mm. So that's been great. So when did you launch them? Um, now it's got to be probably about four, three, four years ago. Yeah. Three, four years ago. Um, it was at um, just before UTA. So I think it was, yeah, three or four years ago at UTA. And pretty it... bad with dates. Um, yeah. And, um, or just a couple of weeks before UTA. That's uh, Ultra Trail Australia. Yeah. Um, Steve's familiar with that race. I'm familiar with that race, intimately familiar. Yeah. Yep. I spent. 13 hours on that race. 13 hours? Yep. Oh. Wow. That'd be a life goal for me. I think I've got a shot if I ever train properly and put my race together of maybe going under 15 by 13, I think it would be a dream for me. Yeah, but you're, so. you, you're, you're a high-flying corporate man now. You don't have time to train for the, this sort of thing, do you? <laughs> I've always been a corporate man, but no, no. Um, I'm a programmer, so I don't know how corporate that is. Oh, you're I'm a computer around. nerd. Yeah, I haven't worn a suit for twenty years. I'm sitting around here talking to you in my hoodie. So, uh, are you wearing Aer- work. are you wearing Aerodex as well? No, I tend not to wear them to work. You know, oh, I wear them right. when I go running. But hey, not, not hey, to work. I I did wear Aerodex to work today. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's because I ran to work and ran home again. And I didn't change in between. Yeah, I've done that before too. I've done I've done it. Yeah, when I'm doing sports and so forth. Yeah, yeah. and no no problem, um, no problem there at all. They feel like they're still clean. Mm. <laughs> that's good <laughs> although, although see they're probably not clean yeah they don't really have any self-cleaning mechanism you know they sort of reflect the uh the cleanliness habits of the wearer so well um, um uh, yeah. well or steve's hygiene is questionable at times well it is it is kind of a, a self-cleaning mechanism when it's it's moisture wicking though isn't it it's it's it's, it's pulling all the stuff away from your skin is it solid wicking is it solid wicking it's, yeah, you know what? It's very, it's very actually, because if you do get sweaty, you know that that sweat will come through, which is not necessarily always a good thing if you're wearing normal gear. What about a so, more? Uh, yeah, what about a more solid kind of liquid? <laughs> oh, mate, it's it's gonna wick with the best. It's a mesh. It doesn't hold water very. You sweat very well, so it's gonna let it through. It's gonna go out. So, I think I know where you're going with this, but uh, well, no, I'm gonna test it thing. under those extreme conditions. But it's I think a... they'd recover even with something like that. It's, it's 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 a thing. It's a it's a concern though because they do say never trust a fart in an ultra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's why we all wear black. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Eurodex are made well, only yeah. only color. That's right. It's the only color, isn't it? Black. Uh, look, we we've got one style in black for men, and that's it. So there's or, not or, much, you know. We don't really bombard people with too many sort of uh, well, it's not selection t- choices. To be fair, it's not just for men. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Steve's been known to wear his wife's underwear. There's no reason why she can't wear his. Hey, we've well, got so we've, we've got the we've rainbow tip. Before, but they, they were designed with men in mind. But at the same time, quite happy for anyone else to wear them as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah we, it's not a straight translation to the women's, and I was the original guinea pig, so, you know, had a lot of insight for the menswear, and not that I'm anti-cross-dressing, but I've never really had much experience with women's wear, so... 
yeah. just stuck to what we knew. Oh, yeah. Have you been up to King's Cross a bit? I don't live far from it, actually, so I have, yeah. yeah. Not in recent times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Well, apparently, didn't they shut down all the all those um, the gentlemen's clubs? and? Yeah. Yeah. It's not the same. <laughs> I, I played, no. I played have Port- you been up there? Yeah, I played pool with the transvestite at a bar up there once. Yeah. yeah. Well, I used to run past there in the mornings quite a lot when I was training more often. <laughs> well, what what time my, in the morning? Part of my morning route. I used to run down um, from Hyde Park past there. <laughs> a, few, a few places in the mornings where you see some uh, interesting things. Well, did you, you go very early morning did, running. Did you just say you, you ran down to King's Cross for your morning route? <laughs> <laughs> did I? Yeah, well, you did. <laughs> Oh, Rez, Rez. This is a, this is a family podcast, mate. <laughs> we don't we don't need to know about your bad habits. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, you went there. I didn't. I was just explaining my morning training. Well, oh, well, I was I was training too. <laughs> Speaking from experience, Andrew says. This was a long time ago. I was I was in Sydney. Uh, I lived there in the year two thousand. So I lived. Um, oh, this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to the Olympics um, yeah. to spectate, and and um, I saw yeah. I saw a basketball game, two basketball games: Italy versus Lithuania, and France versus New Zealand. Oh, well, good news! Oh, We're still recording. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fun. I remember that. I remember the Olympics. Actually, it was a very fun time here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I thought the food was a bit expensive there, but um, <laughs> never Still mind. Is. I think it was a good Olympics for New Zealand, actually. Yeah, I can't remember. Well, neither can I, but um, we, we'll pretend that we do know. Yeah, like oh, we we probably won a gold at something. Yeah, I think we would have. Yeah. Who, who was who was good at doing things for New Zealand back then? Was that the equestrians? Uh, Rowers, canoers. No, not so um, much the canoeing. We've got one good canoe now, but back... sevens. Did they have sevens at the Sydney Olympics? No. Oh, crikey, hockey team. We probably um, we probably won something. Yeah. Yeah, I think we would have Pro- yeah. probably did. Yeah. I didn't see any of the main sports. I saw some sort of you know sports which weren't as popular. It was very hard to get tickets at the time for some of the things, but the atmosphere was great. No, yeah, I, I, I I found I found the, the experience easy to get tickets because when they hey. first came out, they were charging too much, and they had um too many. Too many tickets going, so you could buy them up. You could buy them up cheap, but maybe that was just to the. Um, I mean, maybe like New Zealand versus France and basketball. Do they have d- beach, d- beach volleyball at the Olympics? Well, if they're going to have it at any Olympics, it ought to be at the Australian Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Because that would be a really good one to to have model at Aerodex. Yeah, yeah. that would be great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who, well, invent- who invented beach volleyball? Actually, probably a dude. Eh? Well, maybe. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's interesting. It's, Some people have worn them uh, sort of on their own. You know, they've gone for a swim or something afterwards, and yeah. um, you can't see through the front. But if you look very carefully, you can make out the line at the back. Right. So okay. It's part of the mesh. Part of the mesh design, I guess. And if yeah. you if you don't tan well, you might see that line a bit more clearly. Yeah. So. Well, well, we do tan well in Dunedin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's all fake, but it's still done well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right, now, do we mention that you're a, a black Polish man living in Australia? 
No, you have it. You that, have that, it. That was a spoiler. Um, yeah, that was a spoiler. Oh, have yeah. I spoiled something already? No, 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 it's fine. You're yeah. always spoiling things, so that's normal. Okay, how, how, does a, how does a black Polish man end up living in Australia? How Actually, how does a black man end up living in Poland? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I wonder... The, the short version, the short version. So um, I was you know, born in the 70s. So uh, my father was from Africa and had a pro- the, the Eastern Bloc countries had a program back then to, to you know, have people study um, in Eastern Bloc countries. And uh, he met my mother while at university and uh, that took its course and I'm the results. So I'm the product. Um, I'm so half black, half Polish. Ended uh, up living in Australia. Think, thanks to Eastern Bloc. So when was it? Like, when was it? 70s, was it? Yeah, so that yeah. Was, was a program that the Eastern Bloc countries had a thing, you know, where they used to sponsor students to come from all over the world, and African countries was one of, one of those places. And, and convert them to yeah. communists. Yeah, yeah, you know, spread the spread the ideology. Yeah, so, so is your dad a communist? Don't know. Haven't seen him since since the seventies. So oh, no sh- idea. Bloody oh. no so, idea. It's so, okay. so when did okay. you come? I've gotten, I've gotten over it. I've made it this far. So when yeah, did you yeah. come to Australia? Uh, uh, just before my eighth birthday. Oh, okay. So it's uh, it's been it's been pretty good actually. I feel you know what? Never felt more Australian than I when I until I went to Poland in my twenties. Yeah. Well, you so, sound very Australian. You do sound Australian. Well, yeah, I feel Australian. I hope I sound Australian. Yes. <laughs> um, but you know, it's funny. Sort of, you know, don't uh, look. You know, I don't, I don't really look like I don't know particularly any race. I'm six foot five and, and sort of tend to stand out. Whoa. Yeah. Um, but. You know, going to the country of my birth, I realised, you know, I was culturally very much Australian. Yeah. So that was quite good, actually. Did, did, do you... Um, oh, Speak yeah. Polish. It's something you feel right, you know. It's something yeah. you feel rather than something... Yeah, you know, no, I was trying to make a, a humorous joke about... Australia. Poland? I don't know any Polish yeah. jokes. I know Poland. Of... You're going to say something about Poles and Irodex. <laughs> <laughs> Sense of humour is one of those things that's very cultural. Yeah. You know, it's the stuff you laugh at, the stuff you complain about or don't complain about. It's little stuff. It's nothing big. Yeah. That makes you part of a culture, you know. You know like cool. laughing at discussing poles and aerodax. You know? <laughs> we all know where that was going. <laughs> going was, wasn't going anywhere. Oh, come, on, come on, guys, yeah. keep it clean. Like, it's like that morning... Yeah, that morning run. <laughs> <laughs> my, my phone was asking me, my watch was asking me this morning what route I wanted, actually. But, yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, oh I, I, in other news, I, I did get a... Um, pair of Veridax. No, no, I got, oh. a, I got a match on Tinder. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's the Tinder scene like in Australia? Look, I... I... Look, it must be decent, actually, because I met my wife, I guess, before, um, you know, I really used Tinder, but both my brother and my sister met their long-term partners on Tinder. So, mm. yeah. Um, you know, I'm guessing I'm guessing there's something there. Yeah. Um, I, I honestly wouldn't know swipe right from a swipe, swipe left, but, um, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm might guessing change, it's good. I might change my tagline to... Swipe right if you want to see my aerodex. 
<laughs> You'll be dominating our social media feed. <laughs> Hashtag Eurodance. So we, we do want to know how much of sales increased since since um, you know we've been promoting Eurodex. We, we've we've had it. We've had there's definitely been an increase in New Zealand. Um, Oh, uh, it wasn't a big base, but there was definitely a noticeable increase. Yeah. So um, thank you for that. Um, awesome. Always nice to 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 um, have people in another country, you know, running around in Aerodax. So yeah, yeah it's been yeah. good. That's awesome. Cool. Um, cool, cool, cool. Postage is a bit slower. We've noticed in New Zealand. So it is. Yeah. I don't know who's in, who's ended. It seems to all get there. Nothing's gone missing. It's it's, um, it's totally the New Zealandian. Believe me. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know if you're joking or being for real, but... Um... No, 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 it's, it, it is for real. New I, Zealand Post is I think is they only deliver, else. like, one day a week or something. Yeah. Yeah. It, it takes as long to get something from Australia to Dunedin as it does from the other side of Dunedin to this side of Dunedin. It's, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, nothing's gone missing, so, so that's no. good. No, no, my Eurodex, my Eurodex have not gone missing. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. actually, they, they, they were temporarily missing because they, um... Uh, as we as we discussed uh, on a previous occasion, I wore them at, at my jujitsu, and they work great. Um, um, and and I oh know I'll put them in the wash, and I know they're somewhere in my house. But, <laughs> but yeah. Oh, you know, you know <laughs> how it is. You can't whistle for them. Haven't haven't got built that functionality in yet. No, no. Um, oh, I'll tell you. Oh, sorry. Carry on. Oh, no, last time you mentioned that jiu-jitsu, you, you mentioned their sort of the breathability, which was... Um, oh, yeah, um, yeah, when I, um, when I had that, yeah. when I was learning how to do arm bars and I farted on that guy's head by accident. So, yeah. never yeah, trust to fart in jiu-jitsu? Well, you don't want to fart at all in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. <laughs> could, be, could, be, could be a technique, actually, to get out of it. Oh, yeah, well, actually, just... I, I do have a special um, submission move called the brown puddle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Anyway. I don't know. Oh, thinking of your King's Cross days for a second, so. Oh, I don't know what you got up to in King's Cross, but if they ended up in a brown puddle. Uh... <laughs> it's, uh, i tell you what, something about inner city living. I, I was living in Surrey Hills for a while, and I used to always have to be careful outside the fire exits. You never know what you'd find as you stepped out of the building. <laughs> oh yeah. I tell you what no, I, I lived in um uh Wallamaloo, which is just by King's Cross there. Yeah. Then I moved out to um I moved out to Burrowood and then oh I've actually got an interesting train story from when I was in Australia. Uh no Steve I'm driving. Is it related to running or underwear? Potentially. Okay. Alright, carry on. Um involves training. <laughs> <laughs> and um oh yeah then then i moved into redfern which i believe you said last week yeah. that you lived in redfern yeah never got yeah. stabbed i never got stabbed um i never got assaulted um i think depending <laughs> on what 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 side of redfern you're in you're probably pretty safe yeah that's the kind of thing that we've got either yeah out of but i think most of the inner cities sort of gotten better i think redfern is a very different place to what it was say, it, 20 it's years been ago. yeah it's been um, gentrified so when they gentrified it, is that the word? Gentrified? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened to all the people that they booted out? Well, uh, you know, I guess they've moved elsewhere. Um, they moved um, to another They've changed suburb. some of the accommodation, like one of the areas. This, the Aboriginal Council still owns 
like quite a bit of land there. So, so I, but I, I think thought, they're I, redeveloping. I'm not thinking. It's, I, I thought think all their land got yet. stolen off them, though. Say that again. I, I thought all their land got stolen off them. Uh, I don't think. No, I think some of the land is owned by by an Aboriginal council of sorts. I can't say. No, a lot of detail about it, but when it, when they decided to redevelop it, yeah, they were forced to move out. Um, so, but I think the inner city's changed a lot in a lot of places because no one used to want to live in the city, you know. And now it's basically all the young people never wanted to move out, and all the older people are sort of moving in. So it's created a lot of competition. Whereas previously, everyone lived in the burbs. Oh, those um, old people! I mean, come on! It's <laughs> like they spend their whole lives not wanting to live in the inner city, and as soon as the as soon as the young people do, the boomers are like, no, we've got to ruin something else for the next generation. <laughs> Yeah, they're downsizing, so they're downsizing, you know, they have their crash pads and lock and leave places. And yeah. I think, yeah. Is there an issue with boomers in Australia? So is there a lot of boomers in Australia? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, is there, That's... like, a, are they the massive problem that they are here in New Zealand? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like driving up real estate that. prices. They're the ones and... with all the money, man. They're the ones with all the money. Yeah. So, hey, hey, uh, speaking, of, speaking of Aboriginals uh, owning land, I was, I was actually quite pleasantly surprised when I did UTA and seeing the um, the way that they respected the local Indigenous people there. That was pretty cool. Yeah, and you know, this is not something that's new. They've been doing that since uh, the beginning. Yeah. Um, uh, like, I did the first race, and they had a welcome to country back then. Yeah. And so they've been always very big on sort of environmental stuff and uh, Aboriginal stuff. So yeah. I think it's pretty close to their heart. Um, but they're still improving, even with all that stuff, I think. Well, I reckon uh, they should have an Aboriginal-themed um, ultra race. Kind of is. Well, no, you go walk. My cute well, no, no, no set course. You just go walk about in the bush. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool though. Like at that race, they've always had you know people playing you know clapsticks out on the course and yeah, um, you know, so you're sort of running through the bush and you either have someone playing a musical instrument. Usually, I think it was around the 40, 50 k mark. It's, it's always been pretty cool. Yeah, and yeah, uh, so, it's really nice because. You know, in New, in New Zealand, race. we have this, we have this, we, we have this impression that we're much better on our indigenous people than Australians are, um, and we're not really that good on them anyway. Yeah. But well, no, we yeah. well, 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 that, that, we like uh, to uh, just think we're better. That's all. Well, no, a, a lot. Yeah, I think I think the, the our natives got treated better than the Australian natives, but they're also like more willing to um, to trade and work with the work with the um, the with the English and all that. Um, hence why things worked out a bit better. And they got the Treaty of Waitangi. They're like, more, also more used to killing people, which uh, Europeans kind of understood that language. Yeah, yeah well, actually, they were really good. Like, the, the, um, the, when the English first started taking on the Maori, like, um, it, it was a losing battle. The, the Maori were too clever. Well, uh, yeah, anyway. Um, oh, and, and also, they, like, well, they, like, they seem to like fighting as well. Yeah, they, and so, they're good at it. Hmm. Um, hmm. Yeah, but they... they but yeah. I, I get the impression, the impression you have is the impression I have, but I can't say I'm learned on the subject. <laughs> but so, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have a similar impression that the Maori sort of fared better than the Aboriginals um, overall. But, you know, I think, you know, it's, it's interesting because it's not, say in Australia, it's not, I think, what everyone wants it to be. Uh, people try and make it better, but I think it's very slow steps. No? Yeah, well, that's because uh, you keep on, um, uh, what's the word for it? Voting in dorks. 
<laughs> I mean, come on! Like, what, what? What? You've got like a new prime minister every fortnight. Uh, who, uh, who is it now? Then, then when they finally do have an election, they don't change him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dim, Dimus John Howard. <laughs> is he still alive? Because he was like, mate, he had the biggest cash splash. I remember that. I remember that. I think towards the end of his office, that Australia was just rolling in cash. And I just remember them went to an election. Yeah, it was just cash for everybody. You know, it was mining boom and everything. Um, Tony yeah, Abbott. That's a while now. Yeah, Tony Abbott would have been best for Aerodex uh, sponsorship, though, eh? Oh, he's a speedo man. <laughs> Hmm. Right. Yeah. It's uh, well. He definitely. He definitely. Um, like he wouldn't have had an issue wearing them. It's the funny thing, you know, with Aerodex, we we don't really haven't really worked out an angle of how to show them, you know, other than showing sort of the picture of the product. Hmm. Well, so I mean, that, well, you're you're a good looking man, Rez. You could um, you could thank, model. Thank you. Thank you, you. <laughs> I mean, um, from from a not you know, in a platonic. I'm saying that in a platonic kind of way. Yes, you've got a good figure. Um, <laughs> and and you do you you look you look like you look after yourself and you know you eat healthy. Um, yeah, why don't you model them? Well, I don't see myself as a look. I, I, we've thought about not me modelling about how to show them, but uh, uh, like I said, a lot of people sort of always say you should market them, make them sexy. Like it's not really a sexy product; it's a utility product. So it, it's uh, like this piece of fabric that you put around your crotch so you can sweat in them. Yeah, yeah, but the same. It's a piece of technical gear, and I think that I don't know if sexiness really appeals to the running community. Mm. So, not sure. Some of them it like does. I know, I know. I know. Grant. A, I know. Grant guys likes to show off his calf muscles. Mm. Yeah. Oh, mate. The calf muscle one of those things. I think every runner checks out other runners' calf muscles. Well, <laughs> you, 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 should, you, should, you should check out Grant Geyser's. Actually, yeah, I'm, I'm not, you've been doing hills. Actually, you know, I'm, so. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what kind of underwear he wears when he's running. No, we don't know that. Yeah, that's yeah it's, one, it's one of the mysteries of the running world is yeah. what does Grant Geyser wear underneath yeah. those... Um, I know what shoes he doesn't wear, but yeah. 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 Speaking of... You, speak, can, you can pretty much see every other piece of kit, can't you, what someone's wearing. See their socks. Except their underwear. And, uh, everything. But you know, um, these are a mystery. Yep, mm. it is correct. It's an, it's an important piece of gear, though. I'm not sure what just happened, but Steve ran over and sniffed his wife. <laughs> it was a sniff, wasn't it? <laughs> no, I was telling you that I've already fed the dog. Anyway, um, right, okay. back, back to, to models and underwear. In New Zealand, um, they had a big uh, underwear <laughs> promotion, and they had all blacks wearing um, underwear. And they had these billboards oh, wow. with, with famous All Blacks well, wearing not... nothing but the underwear. Yeah. And, and, and so I was thinking maybe you should do the same in Australia and you could get Israel Fallout to wear them for you. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Or well, definitely get a lot of press if you wore anything, actually. <laughs> Israel on anything at the moment. So. Well, what's he been up to? The, I, haven't, I haven't heard much about uh, Israel Fallout in the last week. Is there, is, what's, the yeah, guy, what's happening now? Is he, has he raised his money? I think, yeah, they, he did. They raised his money and they stopped it. They stopped it at a certain amount. I think they had enough. So I think it's all going to play out in the courts now, which is oh, not wow. as exciting is it, for is it gonna happen everyone before? shouting from the sidelines. Yeah, yeah it's probably going to... I mean, imagine, I imagine Australian rugby doesn't have a lot of money, seeing they're terrible at rugby. And um, <laughs> no offence. Well, I mean, you guys, it, you guys it, win it, everything. 
<laughs> well, we know why Irodex aren't in yellow anyway. Mm. <laughs> why is that? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yes, Steve. Um, why is that? Because it's a shit colour. But yeah. anyway. Um... <laughs> so it's not yellow. It's, it's Australian gold. Oh. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> don't know where to go from that one. Um... <laughs> Well, to be fair, is neither do I. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm not a rugby tragic, but I appreciate that New Zealand's good at rugby. So oh, look, I'm, think, I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little bit over the rugby. You know that they, they, I mean, there was a rugby game last week. We no, what's talk about that? Oh, they, yeah. no, they just announced the All Blacks squad, and one of the new All Blacks is a wife beater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously, um, moral character is under huge, huge sort of. Um, prerequisite to, to playing top level rugby. Well, it's, it's interesting, you know, the, 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 if we're um, talking philosophy about rugby or sort of high risk sports, like say rugby league, rugby union, American football, all those sports, someone told me once, you know, these guys are expected, um, you know, they're held up as role models, but they're expected to go on the, on the field and really take massive physical risk, you know, and, you know, hurt sometimes the other people as well. And then off the field, they're me- meant to be these gentle, nice people and uh it's, it's, if you really think about it it's quite a strange thing you know it's kind of warrior culture on the f- field and this sort of super gentle people off the field no but in not, way, most of them aren't surprising, though actually. most of, well my, my memories of yeah. well i don't have a lot to do with rugby players now but my memory of them when i was at school was that they're all jerks off the field as well as on the field yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but anyway um but they weren't they weren't the world famous you know, international level ones, were they? Well, some of them are now. They were, they were Southlanders. Yeah, well, Mills Mulliana was at my school. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who else? Corey Flynn. He is at my school. Who's he? He's a hooker. Oh. Yeah. But, you know, you know, a nice guy's not going to, you know, go on the field and sort of drop the shoulder and level someone, right? Have you ever mm-hmm. seen so... that in a running race? What's that? Have you ever seen that in a running race? Like someone no, sort of dropping no, the shoulder? Although, you, know, and... you see some... Uh, um, you know, people running down hills, you know, that can get a bit dicey, especially if it's a race. Yeah, I, um, I, I tried to foot trip Steve at um, the Lovelock Relays one year. He did. He yeah. tried to foot trip me, yeah. Yeah. He's always trying yeah, to beat me. Tap. Yeah. yeah. And usually I do beat Steve, to be fair. No, you beat me once. No, you didn't beat me at all. It was a different race. Did we, did we discuss this last week, um, Rez, how I've got a faster 50k at Naidsby than Steve? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, do, 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 do any of you have like like hold records and, and that the other one doesn't have, and vice versa? Well, I'm a national champion. He is. He's a national twenty. Well, no, he was a national twenty four hour champion. Yeah, yeah. So he he managed to go for twenty four hours round and round a four hundred meter track, which is a really easy thing to do if you've got a very short attention span. I do have a short attention span because you forget that you've done it already. Oh, actually, I was, I was like, I couldn't keep count. Like, when you run around the track, like, I go around, like, once and I lose count. It's, yeah. and, you, and you think when you get next lap, oh, this is an interesting track. Mm, yeah. yeah. And, and every few I, hours you get to change I, direction. Mentally, mentally, that'd be tough. I can mentally, I've never done a It'd be brutal. race like that. But well, I, I don't well, think I'm psychologically equipped. Well, men- mentally, mentally, I mean, life, life, life in general is tough for me. <laughs> yeah but like like an out and back course or something that's like a big circle or from beginning to end i find that a lot easier especially if you're halfway you've got nowhere else to go yeah i mm. keep going 
you know, if you keep going past the finish line over and over and over again, that's pretty tough. You know, if you're feeling down in the race, you know, it'd be so tempting just to stop. Oh yeah, believe me, it was. Um, so you you said you're a sometimes ultra runner. What's your what's what's the, the on the menu for ultra running at the moment? Look, I want to just get back into running regular regularly. The last ultra I attempted, I didn't finish. That was now um, a bit more than a year ago. What, yeah. what went uh, wrong? I, I dropped I dropped out of like seventy k's or something, and uh, um, just wasn't trained up enough for it. I just need to, I guess, start running more regularly first, and I think good things will follow. Yeah, that's um, usually the case. That's what yeah. I'm. I'm struggling with that at the moment, actually. So, so, so uh, I, used to, I used to run with a friend of mine who, who um, called him Mister Five Percent. He was always seemed to be a few percent better than me, no matter what I did. It was quite motivational, you know. So um, that's probably how Steve uh, feels about me. <laughs> yeah, well, it's quite good, I reckon. You need someone that's slightly. I reckon that's the best thing for training: running with someone that's just slightly better than you. So still within striking. Do you want to go for a run, Steve? Not yeah, too much yeah. better. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy to go for a run, Andrew. <laughs> well, it might improve your running. <laughs> no, he said you're better. <laughs> I'm fi- what? No, he said I'm 5% better than you. No, I don't think he said that. <laughs> Coincidentally, the beer we're drinking is oh, 5.1%. <laughs> anyway, um, well, quite, it, have we digressed? It's quite <laughs> handy to have something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have digressed, and and I, I want to get back to Aerodex because there's a whole lot of questions which our listeners will be really interested to know about. Like, um, how do you tie the string? Um, what sort of knot do you oh, use? Yeah. <laughs> right, before anyway, you go on, any... I guess it depends what you're doing. The most of the most of the the sort of um, uh, elite runners remove it, so they don't actually use it. Oh, it's, um, it's funny you should say that, Rez, because I removed my string. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, well, actually, you know how sometimes when the string sort of, like, pulls around and then one of the ends disappears inside? Yeah, so you just lost your string. Well, no, I pulled the rest of it out. (laughs) So, I mean, I guess I am an elite runner being a former national champion. Yeah. And and a park run winner. Yeah. Steve's never won a park run. No. I've never won a race, so that would be nice to actually win a race at anything. That would be awesome. The only race I won... um, at the the newspaper article the next day it said first man beaten by first woman, Actually, which wasn't very fair. Oh, no, no, that's not very nice. Yeah, I should have let you have your glory. I know, but she was a pretty good runner. She's a very good runner. And of course, yeah. she deserved it. But she's laughed at me ever since. She but, says I checked you. That's not fair. Mm. <laughs> of course, you did. You're better than me. <laughs> Yeah, well, look, a win's a win. I would, I would take a running win in anything. Maybe when I get old, if I ma- if I maintain my fitness, although there's some pretty quick older guys running around as well. Yeah. So, well, yeah. you've got you've got plenty of years left in your ass. I mean, what you're a child of the seventies, as am I. Yeah. Steve's a bit older. Um, no, yeah. but he's probably in decline, really. So he's never going to catch. No, me. no, no. I'm just getting faster and faster, mate. Yeah. All right. Still peaking. Still, Still peaking. peaking. Speaking, zip back to the narrative. Yeah, I'm still bit. happy. I'm still happy with my PBs in front of me rather than behind me. So, yeah, you know, yeah, especially yeah. for the longer races. So, mm. yeah, still live with that hope. I don't know how realistic that is, but yeah, yeah, I'm still seriously hoping that. Yeah, that's maturing the case. like a fine wine. Thank you. I'll <laughs> take that. <laughs> so anyway, uh, you you asked me about the string though. It's, that's right. Um, yes. 
I'll, I'll, I'll explain. Like we, we originally didn't have it, then we did have it, and it's because some people do like the security of having it. I'm one of them. We, I'm denied with it. We looked at kind of you know locking off the ropes and um, the the strings so that it wouldn't disappear. But at the same time, then we said, oh, what if someone wants to remove it? That's mm-hmm. why we haven't like knotted it off or sort of forced it in. If someone really likes, they can just tie their own knot. Um, but um, you'd even yeah, that was sort of the main people. thinking. And the the, the guys that um, yeah, because you don't really need it. The, the elastic's good enough. But you know, we have guys that use it for like other things like motocross or uh, underbodies. No, yeah. Like Aerodex actually really good on the bodies mm. um, when you go swimming. Um, so, you know, catching waves and stuff, you want the extra security. Or if you're playing rugby, yeah. Um, same same thing. So, yeah, so, you, gotta, you don't want uh, things slipping out. So what makes, yeah. it, what makes Aerodex... Unless Steve's, unless Steve's you know, going to duck you as you're running, um, no, you don't no, really need him. It's not my the, style. The what are you going to yeah. do to me, Steve? Deck him? No, not my style. What is it? You haven't heard that term? Decking. <laughs> I think it's about pulling Dacking. the under, underwear down. Oh, is that it? Okay. It's something the Australian rugby players do. Right. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, um, what is it that makes it good under boardies? Oh, look, they, they dry fast and, you know, uh, it's a firm yeah. fit. Yep. So, so they're, they're like, you know, very much like a, like a speedo, but when you come out of the water, they'll dry quickly. So, and also, um, wasn't uh, an intention of the design, you know, uh, that doesn't hold that much stand, so that's also pretty handy as well. Yeah, uh, because of the mesh. Yeah, so that's good to so fast drying and um, um, yeah, doesn't you know doesn't hold sand, so that's pretty good. That's that is um, really good. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's and, not just moisture wicking; it's sand wicking as well. Oh well, yeah. Yeah, honestly, when we designed it, uh, the main the main thing we did was before we all we had all these materials. Um, we went into the there's like prototyping places that do um, clothing, so you can meet these prototyping people. And then we had an idea of what we wanted to do, but we're not um, uh, textile makers. You know, we don't we don't you need special equipment. Yeah, um, and. Uh, we were very clear on the materials, had this box full of, uh, this will sound strange, but I, I retained uh, all my old kind of running, you know, tops and shorts and so forth. And I knew which ones were good, which ones were bad. Yeah. I thought, oh, when I eventually get around to doing this, um, I want to remember which were good and bad materials. And so, because um, you, you, you needed a frame of reference because there was about hundreds of materials. And not all materials perform the same when they're sweaty and when they're dry. Canvas. Well, yeah, <laughs> like there's a lot of stuff. You know, linens. You know, linens a wonderful thing, right? Like you wear in a hot day, it's great. As soon as you get a bit sweaty, it's not so good. So. Mm. So how'd you, how'd you go about choosing the best material? What did, I mean? Did you go uh, around the world? Yeah. Looking? So so they have these um they have these books. Like it's like going into seriously. It's like painting you know, a, a wall in a house. They literally have these books full of swatches of all of these different types of materials from all of these different manufacturers and you flick through it and they all feel fantastic but it was good to have a um and have descriptions and so forth it's all very you know salesy speech so they're all fantastic they're all the best but having the frame of reference from the older materials um it was really good because you could feel what it was like when it was dry but you also knew how it performed when it was um Sweaty, so um, narrowed it down quite quickly. Yeah, you know, and then just tested a few. Um, also, looked you know where they were made and 
um, durability and things like that. Um, went with a synthetic because they, 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 you know, they dry quicker. Mm-hmm. And then we were going for stuff that was uh, light, stretchy, um, and strong. So that was kind of what we wanted. Light, stretchy, strong, that didn't hold, um, that did not hold sweat well and didn't feel like plastic. So it's a high kind of, a lot of factors because you can get really good materials, but like say a garbage bag, right? That's not really going to, you know, hold sweat, but it's pretty gross to wear. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't, don't people like wear rubbish bags when they're trying to like lose weight before fights and things? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because they, 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 they're doing that they um, to generate heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah that's yeah. not about, I think, moisture retention. That's about yeah. heat retention. Yeah. Because um, yeah. uh, heat makes you sweat more. So yeah. um, and at least, I don't think they're concerned about being sweaty. And at least you take the sweat away from you, the less you cool down. Oh, that's I learned, right. That's I learned right. something. Yeah. I learned something yeah. about sweating. What? You don't want to sweat when you're in the Arctic. Why not? No, you won't. It's actually, no, it's, actually uh, it's actually one of the dry places, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. Really but, but if you, say, if you're like, um, like hauling a sled across Antarctica or something and you're getting a, and you're exerting yourself and you start sweating, that sweat cools yeah. down and makes you cold. And it will cool you down quicker because it will dry faster because it's a dry environment. So it makes yeah, it cool but down I think I, I've never been to the Arctic, but uh, I think you're only going to sweat if you're hotter than the surrounding environment, right? Otherwise, your body's trying to maintain temperature. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I, I don't know. But if you really, if you really um, go for it, you're wearing lots of puffer jackets. We, we've actually got a mate who's been training for Badwater in Dunedin. Do you, you know Badwater? The, the, um, that's, not, that's, in, that's in America, isn't it? Yeah, it's a Death Valley uh, race. It's God, he, he 135 could, miles. He could probably oh, sorry, sorry, so, so he's training for Badwater in Dunedin. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> So, um, so he's been coming out for runs with us wearing about three puffer jackets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, it's, you know, it's about five degrees, but he's wearing so many puffer jackets it makes him sweat more. It's like trying to, trying to imitate 50-degree temperatures. Yeah, he built yeah, like a... That's, that's got built... a really low finish rate, doesn't it? Like bad water. It's like a... Um, yeah. I remember reading something. I forget which run it was. Someone famous. And they just basically said, you know, when they did it, they were by the side of the road, basically just you know expelling liquid from you know every yeah, part this, of their body. This this guy, uh, his name, they, his name's you know, had to pull out. His name's Glenn Sutton because we have to drop his name. Aerodex. Um, yeah, he he should probably be wearing Aerodex either actually, but he's already left for Badwater, so we can't give him a pair. I'll give him a pair when he gets uh, back. Yeah, we could. We'll Where's give the him race? A hey, um, I think it's Where's next weekend. Oh, no, hang on, is it really? No, next week. It's like Monday or Tuesday or something next week. Oh, right. So it's yeah. only a week away. Yeah, yeah, so it's, yeah. it's the third time that he's he would have done Yeah, he's already finished it twice, and he's going back to do it again, the sucker. Mm. Wow. Well, that's a tough race. I think last time he went over to Australia for a week and trained up in Darwin to... Oh. Something like something like that, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, he should he should be wearing Aerodex, really. He should, he should be. He yeah. should be. All of us should be. Um, yeah. That's all you need yeah. to wear in a race. That's like a lot that. of commitment for racing. There's 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 um, one guy that bought a, a pair of Aerodex. Actually, was doing a hard race that you guys have, the coast to coast. Oh yeah. Well. Yep. Yep. A bit of banter with him on um, Facebook. Yeah. And um, that that's a tough race too. It is. You guys have. Yeah. Mm. How did he find it? You can't really bluff, can't bluff your way through the kayak. No. So. Well, come on, no, you, the, the river does most of the work. Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah. Isn't that one of those ones you go, oh, you just bike, you know, you bike, you run, and you just paddle a bit? Yeah, but a lot, some of the biking's actually uphill, and the running's very much uphill. Some of it's downhill. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got to go down. you got to go down after you've been up. Yeah, yeah. After going up, you go down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think the difference between running and biking is you can always just stop and pull over and have a rest. If you're getting swept along in the river, I'm guessing it's not so easy. No. Um, <coughs> most people know how to ride a bike and run, like mm. me. You know, yeah, I can't say I can do either well, but I can do both. Do you yeah. still have um, trainer wheels on your bike? <laughs> She's had training wheels? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've never, I've, I've never help. actually uh, seen some... electric motor. Yeah, I've never actually seen someone in a triathlon using, or in a cycling race, using trainer wheels. No. No, no. Probably, probably good reason. Actually, um, there was a guy that, um, what's that, what's that, um, the, have you heard of the Contact Epic? It's a, it's like this 100k bike race or something near Wanaka. You know the one. Yep. Yeah, there was a guy that a couple of years ago that did on a unicycle. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen I've seen a guy on a unicycle do. I did the. There's a famous race here, um, Sydney to Wollongong. So it's you know a lot of people do it. A lot of amateur people do it. It's probably probably the biggest bike race. Like you know long long bike. Like how race. far is that? Uh, uh, it, it'd be used to be a hundred. I think it's like ninety plus kilometers or something. Um, you know it's all it's all road and mm. lots and lots of that amateur people do it, you know, as well, you know, but there are, I'm sure, people that race it. And I saw a guy in a unicycle go past me, and it wasn't just a unicycle, it was like a really tall unicycle. Like, um, I'm talking, wow. you know, Rez, sitting above where my head was. You, Rez, you really are a crap cyclist. <laughs> <laughs> Look, some people on unicycles can be that's really true. fast. That's true. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> You got passed by a bloody circus performer. <laughs> oh, look, I was doing it with my brother, my younger brother. Oh, blame, blame your brother. Teens. Blame your brother. He was, he was in his early teens and he had bad, he had bad chasing. I remember that. He should that have been wearing so aerodactyls. I invited him along and uh, he came for the day and he finished, but it was uh, quite a traumatic experience for him. Hey, speaking of chafing, is there any sort of guarantee that Aerodex give that, you know, is a money-back war- warranty if there's too much chafing or something like that? Oh, oh, it's, look, uh, we can't stop inner thigh chafing because it's just a brief, but what um, about that, um, you know, they sit well and they, you know, but they sit well. Chafing is basically caused often um, because you have a lot of moisture, right? So your skin actually, um, <clears throat> uh, what you call it, wrinkles a bit. Yep. And because your skin wrinkles a bit, it will, you know, starts to catch and sort of chafe a bit more. Um, it reduces, you know, that. Uh, but our, our warranty is actually 60 days, even if you just don't like them. So, so it, it even doesn't so, have to have a reason. No, that's go, right. We talked um, about this like last week. So, so, so Andrew's going to return his in 59 days so he doesn't have to do the washing. That's, that's not a problem, Andrew. I'll give you back. I'll give you back. I'll give you back what you paid. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're a good man, Rez. Now, if we take yeah. into if we take into account the current currency exchange, <laughs> uh, <laughs> how much is the Australian dollar worth? Not yeah, much and, if it's and nothing. Just so we're clear, we don't resell them. So we don't resell them. We do it to you know stop people, um, uh, you, uh, you know, do, saying they don't like them and then getting scoring another pair. Do you have like a um, seconds shop? Say again? Like a second shop. Or, 
Do you have um? Do you make aerodex for like amputees? So they've only got like one leg hole. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had that request. <laughs> Look, we've had we've had some. I tell you the requests we've had. We've had requests for women's version, obviously. Yeah. Uh, we've had requests for um, the the boxer version. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we don't do boxers because uh, the uh, the material doesn't. Um, so we don't do women's one because we haven't got the design for it, and um, um, you know it's still a, it's a, it's just a product for men. We design them, we're all men, and we don't know the women's version. The boxer version doesn't work because the material is actually slightly rough on the outside to so rub against itself on the inner thigh, and also retain more sweat, right? Because of the um, uh, we just don't think it's as good a, a product for for uh, running. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And there's lots of other products. And we've had requests for Aerodax shorts, like a whole short made of, you know, with pockets and everything from the same material. Mm-hmm. And recently we've had requests for G-strings. Oh, one. we talked about that last week, didn't yeah. we? we and, did. a, and apparently, was it the triathletes that really like wearing G-strings? Well, it was a triathlete that wanted it, but we've had this before as well. So it's not, um, um, you know, guys say they don't like things moving around, so they wanted something that was a bit... Uh, you know, exchange is sort of information. I took it all on board. Um, I'll, I'll never, I won't say never, but it's not on our immediate plans. All right. Well, okay. Remember us if it does. Come this to... does does make me think of a question that one of our, our one of our many fans asks, and that was: Was Sharon Stone wearing Aerodex in Basic Instinct? That's a good movie. I... You know, I, I, I remember that movie. I'm pretty sure she wasn't wearing anything, so... Um. <laughs> she probably wasn't. I don't see any signs of chafing, be fair. No, no, no you wouldn't. You, yeah. wouldn't. you wouldn't have that. Um, um, but uh, <laughs> going back to the, uh, the G-string, it's... Uh, um, the earlier designs were skimpier, so we thought, oh, less fabric, less... Uh, less um, you know, less sweat retention and so forth. So we thought that would be better. But we found with um, the earlier designs that had slightly narrow on the hips and so forth, they, they would ride up and cause wedgies. Yeah. Um, so effectively, you know, the G-string. And they would really hurt on the hips because they were too narrow, you know, if, especially if they're a really long run. So they became a bit chunkier. So they actually sit kind of lower, sort of across the bottom, if you know what I mean, and mm. thicker around the waist. Oh, yeah. Um, Got you. So... Uh, and because the material is really stretchy, um, it tends to hold as well, so it doesn't really move around as much. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, we didn't consult Sharon. Right. It would be nice to consult her, but no, we didn't. <laughs> so um, what's, what's you know, you've probably heard it all in, in terms of um, underwear jokes. What's the worst ones you've heard? Uh, oh, I don't know, but, like, the... The, the common thing that we get is uh, like some sort of banter on Facebook or social media where people, someone just, you know, calls out, oh, wouldn't want to see someone running around in that or something like that. So they're always quite, you know, oh, so I, you never see guys running around their underwear when you go running. So that's, people's mind always seems to go towards that mm. and um, advertising it as a sexy product. That seems to be the, the biggest thing. Um, neither of which sort of, you know, I'll tell you what, there's nothing sexy about underwear um, after you've been running a hundred miles in them. Yeah. I had, Was I had, that hundred miles in them? Yeah, yeah, they wouldn't be very sexy then. 
I had to help Andrew <laughs> remove his socks once. That was bad enough. It was bad. <laughs> I couldn't take off my own socks and shoes. Oh, and then and then I, I cramped. I was in the shower and I'd cramped up in the shower. Well, I'd already cramped up. Yeah, but, but I didn't then come I went to have a shower. Then. But then I dropped the soap. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't be. Oh no! Then I dropped the towel and I couldn't bend down to pick the towel up. And it was only my dad then. I was like, Oh God! Do I have to yell it to my dad to? To come in and rescue me from the shower, and <laughs> I, I was traumatized from taking his socks off, so I got further away. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is about the trauma of when you first start doing long distances. I remember doing my first marathon. I couldn't walk properly for days, and I remember the first ultra. Uh, I was with my, my now wife; she was the girlfriend at the time. I was so I couldn't move. I couldn't get my feet into the bath. So it was one of those step-in showers, which was a mistake when we booked, and <laughs> could not raise my legs to get over the, the lip of the bath. Well, whatever you did, you uh, impressed your girlfriend because she married you. Yeah, well, she helped, you know, so she wouldn't have been my sexiest time, you know. Were you, were, you like, ultra. were you like, okay, darling, things are going pretty well, but, you know, if this is going to be long-term, you've got to see me at my worst. Oh, uh, Actually, we met at boxing, so, so that was... At boxing? Pretty, yeah. Did you guys fight each other? Not each other, but uh, I went in. It was at... Uh, do you have PCYC clubs over there? Police boys clubs? or Police boy clubs? Uh, they're like community clubs, you know, associated with the police. They sort of, you know, they work with the youth and so forth. They're fairly sort of... Um, uh, they're not... You wouldn't call them slick, you know? They're, they're sort of community sort of sports clubs. They have a lot of, like, boxing and... Oh, it sounds like a little anyway, bit... It sounds a little bit like YMCA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, like that. Um, and uh, yeah, Sora, she was doing a circuit class, you know, doing six punch combinations, and so that's the woman for me. So. Right. Awesome. Can I can I tell you a joke, Chris? Sure. Okay. An old man. Oh, oh what? Yeah. An old, <laughs> an old married couple go to the hospital, and as they're, they're getting checked in, the doctor says to the old man, "I need a stool sample, a urine sample, and a blood sample." The old man, being hard of hearing, says. What did you say? And his wife replies, "He said they need to see your underwear." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would make sense. Would make sense. <laughs> yeah. oh, I've, got, I've got, I've got much lower quality jokes than that. So I'll go on, share them. Go on, give us no, one. No, I've only got little kids' jokes. I've got little kids, so my jokes are, and I can't even make my kids laugh. So oh, I've got, I've got one for your kids no. then. What's brown and sticky? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <made it> <laughs> yeah. What's got four wheels and flies? Oh, I don't know. Don't know. Garbage truck. A what? Garbage, Garbage truck. truck. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, they don't oh. laugh either. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What do you What do you call Father Christmas without underwear? That's a good one. What is? What's that? No. Saint Nicholas. <laughs> oh, I, get, I actually, I actually got that. <laughs> okay, what's worse than finding a worm in your apple? The Holocaust. Oh, Jarrett, you know that one. <laughs> that's that's my son's joke. So that's rather than a dad joke, that's his son joke. Yeah. <laughs> you guys must have covered uh, most conversations. Have you guys done many long runs together? Uh, um, no, every time I run with Andrew, he gets injured. Mm. 
I've probably had more success on the in, in the longer races than Steve though. <laughs> yeah. You keep saying that. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I find it's a strange relationship that you have with the people that you do long runs with because you have a lot of time for conversation without distraction. Yeah, mm. no, it's true. Yeah, it's true. So, you yeah. know, when you stop running with a friend, it's, kind of, it's an aspect of your life that you miss because, you know, it's not the same as catching up for a coffee or a dinner. It's very yeah. different. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 Adam's in town this weekend, speaking of that. Oh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I'm having, I'm, 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 I'm having a, putting on a bonfire in my backyard. Um, Rez. Oh, do you want to come over? Oh, look, if I was in town, I'd, be, I'd love to. It's a little bit far for me. Yeah, have you been so, to Dunedin before? I, I think I have, but I, I don't. When I was younger, so it kind of was a blur. I was on a driving holiday with my father, and, and he really wanted to see all of New Zealand. So I'm yeah. pretty sure I could, we covered all of New Zealand. How long were you here for? A few days? or? Uh, it, was, it was a few weeks. It was oh. like probably two and a half weeks. But my sister and I... We were, we were over because we're spending so much time in the car. So I've been back since, uh, but I tend to sort of pick a spot and just stay there. All right, well, I'll come to Dunedin next time. Oh, no, actually, why don't you, you should ought to come, well, if you do come to Dunedin, come around the start December. of, around the start of December. December the 14th. Yeah, well, this year it's what? December 14th. It is. It's a good time to be in Crush Dunedin. Crush the we, oh. we will make your visit memorable. You won't forget about it. It won't be a blur. And and seeing you gave me a, a pair of your underwear, I'll give you a pair of mine. <laughs> oh, pre or post race underwear? Whatever you like. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to judge you, Raz. But no, actually, that's a thing. Do you remember? Um, oh, it was on. I'm trying to think. Oh, Orange is the New Black, and one of the prisoners. One of the they they had a um, a money making scheme where they. Um, where they with the soiled with the soiled panties that they would um the prisoners would wear the panties and get them all fishy and whatever you know wear them for a few days and then they'd post them to people with um like used panty fetishes. No, I don't. <laughs> no, it's the, the thing. The, the internet. The people, internet people. There's a, there's a market for. I'm, so- sure, I'm sure. I'm sure that's a thing. <laughs> oh, every if if you can think it, it's a thing. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. As someone who works, you know, it's been all my whole day on the internet. Um, um, yeah, <laughs> it's, everything's there. If you work with a bunch of programmers, you come across some very random things. Yeah, yeah. Have, you, so. have, you, have you been into the dark web? I have, just to see how it works. I've tr- I have. Mm. I have. Yeah, okay. You know, so mm. I, I often go, I, I do check most things out just to see how it all works, you know, yeah. not necessarily... Um, because, um, you know, the, like, uh, the crawled web, like, you know, Google and so forth, that's just the stuff that's been indexed. So there's a lot of stuff that's not. Yeah. Um, it's, not all, it's not all evil and terrible either. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. So, mm. Okay. What's that? We're, oh. ju- we're just surprised. But we should. programming, so, you know, I make basically. Uh, what I've been doing for the last 15, 20 years is making websites. So I spent yeah. a lot of time on the internet. Have we got a website yet? Yeah, we've got a website. It's a WordPress one. Actually, oh. do you want to do us a better website? No, no, don't. Just ignore that question. Um, <laughs> no, we have a website. It's pretty, it's pretty good these days, though. There's a lot of like tools. If you just have a uh, content website, you know. Yeah, ours, ours is a WordPress one, so it's, it's free and it's just stuff to get stuff yeah. out there. Hmm? But, um, oh, yeah. but it suits what you guys do. Yeah. So, you know, you have, you know. Facebook's pretty good for us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
But hey, um, we should probably um, wrap up the conversation, but just one quick question before you finish. Um, so I don't know if you've heard of Viktor Frankl or not. He he was he was a guy in in, in uh, World War Two. He was a he was a, a prisoner in a Polish uh, no not a Polish a um, concentration camp in he might have been Polish actually wasn't the he was no he was German and he was a prisoner in a concentration camp and he um, while he was there he noticed that people didn't survive without you know having some sense of meaning in their life and so he finished his um, his time and he got out and he wrote this book called Man's Search for Meaning and he became a psychotherapist. And so with all of that in mind, and um, I was just wondering what you think the meaning of life is. Uh, just a quick question. Well, on a serious note, I think, uh, oh, I think to, to be of use to others or make stuff that's useful, I think that's probably, um, you know, contributing in some way. Um, mm. Yeah, contribute in some way, have a good time without sort of being negative on others and, you know, find a way to be productive, whether that in any kind of field. Do you have to be productive, though? I think I think it helps. You don't have to be, but I think it, it, it helps with one sense of purpose. I think it's good to be not, it's good to know that you're of use to others. Mm. Uh, I think it's 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 I think not an entirely altruistic act. I think it's useful for yourself to know that you're of use to others. I'm not saying you have to be. That it's always nice to know that you can do something for someone else that they can't be for themselves or you can help them with something. So, yeah, um, no, yeah I think... Yeah. Um, well, well, you've definitely helped me with my downstairs chafing issues with those underwear. Well, look, yeah. <laughs> well, although not, I've not only to, worn them once. Not to, not to be... T- <laughs> but not to be too salesy, you know. did Aerodax because I thought it would be a good product and it's, you know, it's not like a massive money spin or anything, but... Um, so how many people do you employ? No, it was just me, and I've got a business partner. Uh, it's just us, and we we basically did all the design, and then um, it took a while, you know, to nut everything out because it's it's once you have all the design, you find a manufacturer, you know, but um, oh, so, the website so and you, all that. So it's there's you, no there's no sort of permanent sort of employees. It's basically me and one other guy. Oh, well, that so, was the next thing I was going to ask. Quick fire question: Where are Aerodex made? Oh, they're made in Marrickville, Sydney. So, that's right. That's um, right. Isn't so it's awesome? sort of near inner Sydney. It used to be a lot more manufacturing there and sort of textiles. Um, there's still a few. Mm. Um, yeah, we do it here mainly because it's um, uh, easier for us to maintain quality. Um, yeah, it's that was that was I guess the main reason. Um, I don't want to sort of spin it and say you know it is good that it's not made in sort of a third world country and all the rest of it but yeah. um, it would be cheaper uh, if you being, did that being transparent we did it primarily to maintain quality but if you think about it those those um those children that are working in the sweatshops and in those those third world countries that you're talking about yep i mean the fact that you're not this is supposed to be quick fire questions yeah but you know but, <laughs> well it, w- it would have been quick if you didn't interrupt and but but you know like that 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 Aerodex factory that you didn't start in 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 the Philippines or wherever, I mean, that's a, that's a job that you didn't provide for a child. That's now going without. Well, look, that may be true, but I'm just being honest. That wasn't our main driver. Our main driver was to uh, um, uh, choose someone we can maintain quality control, and mm. I, I'm aware of the others. It's like. You know, stuff you've learned along the way is also, you know, we our packaging will probably change the next time around and be more environmentally friendly. 
and all that. Um, it's like anything. You learn things as you go. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't have a lot of textile experience before this. Yeah. You've probably handled a lot more textiles than yeah. me now, I'd say. What have you handled, Andrew? Oh, look, there's, a, there's a lot of funny stuff I could have told you about the initial design. I think we covered it last time, um, but um, the initial prototyping, that was quite funny. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, back to, you know, your original question, you know, what's the meaning of life and stuff. It's interesting. I, I read some stuff on um, longevity, you know, what makes people live a long time, you know, apart from the usual stuff, you know, eating well, sleeping well, and, um, uh, social interactions. One of them is actually to be useful and be, you know, do something mm. meaningful. Um, often involves others. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So that's for me. For me, that's it. That's my meaning of life. I, I, I don't know. Too deep? Yeah, no, no, that's, that's, no, that's good. That was good. That was awesome. Okay. Okay. Um, thanks, Res. This is really cool. And um, if, uh, you know, all of our listeners, both of them, um, decide that they have lots more questions... <laughs> Um, we'll send them on to you. Oh, do you think? Oh, no worries. Do you think Look, we should do a special? I'll, I'll, um, uh, this is yeah. I, I'm sure I'll be chatting with you guys again. This is <laughs> and and uh, if I'm uh, in New Zealand, I'll make sure to look you guys up. That would be awesome. And, yeah. uh, oh, and, we'll um, take you for a run up. Good luck in the next crush the Cargill. Yeah. I hope uh, you know you're going to have to start selling tickets one of these days. Oh, no, we don't want to go there. So maybe we could get you to model your aerodex up by the trig. I think we should. Nolan will do it. Nolan would yeah. do it without aerodex on. <laughs> <laughs> or anything else. Like I said, you'll I've, be I've dominating seen, our social that, media I've, 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 seen, I've seen that man's backside way too many times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we've got the model faster. for you. We have got the model for you. And it's not sexy. <laughs> uh, well, each, each to their own <laughs> we'll send you the photos soon <laughs> oh, please. post them up on the internet yep, oh, yep, no, no, they'll be there yeah, hashtag aerodex <laughs> okay alright cheers mate thanks mate cheers. this is thanks awesome very much. see ya okay bye guys oh, well, oh mate Andrew what do you that? reckon oh my god it, it's it, still recording Craigie what do we do damn, now damn it I thought we were going to have a technical fault <laughs> Did you know you're still wearing your Make America Great Again cap? Which is probably made in China. Probably. Not Maryville. Whereas <laughs> made in Sydney. Yeah, so that, 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 that poor boy in, in, in the back blocks of China who was put out of a job by Raz not opening a factory there. Well, he wasn't there. put out of a job. He just never got a job. Yeah, well, same thing. Well, there's no loss, is it? Well, to him it is. Possibly. No, he hasn't lost anything. He just isn't going. Oh anything. no! Well, he might have heard some sort of rumor on the streets of a Aerodex running underwear factory opening, and the and thought, oh, well, we need to, you know, you know, need need to get a bit of income going on, and yeah, I well, I don't know. You'd have to ask the kid. Well, he's probably begging on the streets of Shanghai now, isn't he? Well, no, because he's working in the factory making the 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 mega caps. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Right, is that enough? Yeah, that's enough. Do we think we need to sing a song? I don't need to sing a song. (laughs) Well, probably shouldn't sing a song then. Well, I know you do like to sing a song, but... I don't have a song to sing, except I was listening to... uh, What's the song? Um, Oh, The the New World. Um, They were singing... um, The Busker was singing Cat Stevens' song. 
You probably wouldn't have to worry about cuts wearing, while you're wearing Aerodax. Not, not cuts on your downstairs. No. Mm. Anyway. Anyway. So I think we're over. All um, right. Steady as she goes. All right, mate. See you on Saturday. Yep. One, two, three. When you've got your favourite undies on, the world's a brighter place. When you've got your favourite undies on, the world's a brighter place. When you've got your favourite undies on, you got your favourite undies on. You got your favourite undies on, the world's a brighter place. Dicka die, die, dicka die, die, dicka die, dicka die, die. Woo! Keep crushing! Auntie! Auntie, you mongrel!